0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. This is our anniversary one-year special. This is Two Catholic Dudes, and my name is Ryan Klaus.
1: And my name is Danny Cleary.
0: As always, we're not priests, we're not theologians,
1: we're just two Catholic dudes, and we're talking about our faith. And as Ryan said, this is our one-year episode. We have been doing this podcast now every Monday for one full year. Crazy, man. Pretty insane. Uh, Yeah,
0: like... Kudos I- to kudos to us for making it. There, we, there were some bumps in the road. Oh, absolutely, and yeah, you know,
1: yeah. I don't think that we envisioned it being as being what it what it is when we first started
0: right we were like you know what we're we're status quo not that not that we're bored but we were just kind of chilling and we're like what what else could we do what extra could we do and uh we we gave it a go but we didn't like we had no aspirations for continuing we're like let's try one and see how it feels exactly and so uh we really enjoyed it and we said you know let's make this a weekly thing yeah and uh we just went for it so that's that's kind of what we're good we've we've had episodes we're talking about a whole bunch of things, we've, yep. but we've had episodes on This is going to be a long one, so buckle up. Maybe. I don't know. They're all long. We've had episodes about your story. We've had an episode on my story, and then a whole bunch of other things, but this one's going to be uh, our story collectively. Um, yeah,
1: we want to we want how we met, how this ministry formed. A lot of people we we get that a lot that uh question whenever we do a Q&A and stuff and we've kind of been vague on a lot of stuff because we would go how did you guys become friends? What made you want to do this? Stuff like, like we're that. we're not friends. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> trick question. But we've been very vague because we always knew we we talked about it because we had mentioned doing this topic a long time ago and you we were like let's save it. We're going to save it, and that'll be our year episode. We'll finally tell the story of how we, of everything, of, yeah, yeah, of yeah. where we got to this point. Uh, because we wanted this to be part of that story. We didn't know how it was going to go, and we didn't want to just do the story in in october
0: of last year and be like here's our story but it's like the a lot of the two catholic dudes story encompasses this this last year all the Uh, the, oh yeah you know the roller coaster that it was and now the roller coaster that 2020 is um but this is our officially our uh, officially our first episode that has a three camera shoot hopefully if you're watching if you're not watching then this has no effect on you whatsoever if you're listening in your car then Just picture three cameras. Uh, hopefully, it all works, and you guys are viewing three different angles. But man, what a bear it is to set up. Right? Yeah,
1: we we've uh, we've I got here like two hours ago. And we we've been setting up and kind of playing around. We did. Uh, I got a new camera. We're borrowing a camera from a friend, and then uh, we have Ryan's camera, obviously. But we've been really trying to. One of the big things about this year that I appreciate about Ryan, and now it's kind of I kind of got the bug a little bit, is is upping our production, is bringing the best possible. Uh, quality to our ministry, to our content we possibly can. And I think that, uh, I can't wait to watch this episode back, uh, with what we where we are now as comparison to a year ago, and that, that first shot that we did that yeah, first exactly. episode, you know,
0: exactly. Now, don't count on this three camera shoot extravaganza every time because it's probably going to be a bear. But I love doing it because I love learning, and I've never had to set up three cameras uh, and, and figure out all the angles oh, and, and, and the sync lighting all the and, and sync yeah. it all. Which I think I still messed something up, which is going to be some more post processing. <laughs> I thought of it literally as we started shooting, but. Uh, that's that's what it is that's what life's about really. Right. Is is not being afraid to try something that's out of your comfort zone. And yeah, I got comfortable doing the one camera setup. That's great. But like what else can I do? How can I how can I improve? And now I've been like you said, I've been rubbing off on you and now you've got the bug and you're buying all the all the stuff and uh, yeah, too once much stuff. once you get that <laughs> too bug much, it's, too much stuff. It's dangerous, my friend, right? Yeah. Um uh, but yeah, and so not not being afraid. Maybe, maybe this three camera shoot's gonna look great, but there's gonna be certain aspects that it's like, oh man, that was that was you know, we totally bomb that bit right yeah. there, but that's what helps us continue to move forward and continue to
1: grow. Exactly. If you don't try it and fail, then, you know, if because, or, or you don't try something cause you're afraid to fail. Right. Like you're shooting yourself in the foot because yeah. you're not giving yourself a chance to grow as you were saying, or, exactly. or have something really, really great if it works out. Um, right. so yeah, I think it's awesome. I hope it works out. Yeah, we, we'll, we never know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Also,
0: uh, we got mismatching cups, but coffee we have, we, we still
1: have the two Catholic dudes. Should we do a coffee update? Coffee update. I'm still drinking coffee. I'm drinking That's black coffee today because uh, Ryan does. So I just I don't have any like cream or anything yeah, available which for is, you, and sorry. this is fine. I, you know, I don't. I I prefer a little extra, but yeah.
0: Sorry. So uh, yeah, I've been I've had a really busy month. I'm sure you have as well. So unreal it's, busy. It's been at least two cups a day to, to get me through these days. It's been yeah. uh, but it's been really exciting. So right now, what's going on in my church? We uh, this week is Vacation Bible Camp, Vacation <laughs> Bible Camp virtually. Oof! Uh, my fourth, third virtual camp of the summer. You yeah, did, you did two with me. I did me. two also. Yeah.
1: Uh, this one's rough, man. Little kids <laughs> is tough, man. You got trying to keep their attention on the computer. You know, it, it, I imagine it's challenging. It, right. was, it was hard enough with junior high kids. Yeah. So with elementary students, it's, I'm sure it was a nightmare.
0: It's wild. But then uh, every evening this week, we're doing first communion masses outside. Now yeah. most churches are doing masses outside to accommodate mm-hmm. uh, COVID restrictions, but that means setting up speakers sound system chairs we have a big pop-up tent a huge tent that somebody yep. donated plus other pop-up tents it's a bear then tearing it down and then doing it again the next night so you're
1: yeah. doing that yeah i'm in the same boat mm-hmm. it's and it's we we have a volunteer at our at our church who's a just a tech wizard the coolest guy and he me and uh my best friend uh steven have been kind of his his uh you know little elves as what i call ourselves to his to his uh wizardry and we always help out and have been really for a while there i was going to every morning mass every day of the week i was getting up at six o'clock in the morning to go to 7 a.m mass to get everything set up and pull the speakers out and we have a big tarp over our stage somebody that owned a stage company like we asked them like how much is this to rent and he when he heard what it was for he was so gracious. And he was just like keep it for as long as you need. Like I don't want yeah. any money. And it was like, "Whoa." So
0: I've heard that same story and and God bless all these people that are so that are so generously donating to churches in need right now. Stages being donated, big huge tents being donated, just yeah. monetary giant checks that have, that I've been hearing about uh, yeah. as churches are yeah. in desperate need, people are pulling through and coming through for them so yeah. um thank you for all that you guys have been doing for the churches around the world whatever you've been yeah. doing to support
1: big or small big yeah. or small and and it's hard right now and and even if you, if it's financially if it's maybe it's your time because there's been a lot of people that are having to step up to like help out um in the sense of their talent like uh, my like I was, I was referring to my friend steven he you know, wasn't necessarily going to mass every single week until this COVID thing happened. And I said, Hey, I need your help with the stream. Hey, I need your help with the audio. And now he goes to mass three times a weekend when he was going to mass maybe once a month. Mm -hmm. And it's been a way for him to kind of get back into mass. And, uh, it's been awesome to hang out with him and work with him to do this ministry together. And, He's he's been so gracious with his time and mm-hmm. like you know and standing in the hot sun all day doing mass is when we're holding cameras is is can be you know uh, uh, overbearing sometimes but if it's for the congregation so that they can celebrate mass you know it's worth it
0: right and that's that's a beautiful thing that uh, you know he's he's coming back uh, more fully in his faith through this process and not saying that you guys need something specific like a job to do in church that to pull you back from it. But like God works in, in mysterious ways. God, <laughs> God will, God will, uh, you know, if he, if he wants to get you back in church, he'll find a way. And if oh, that yeah. way if for, for Stephen, our friend is to get him, you know, helping out and everything. Yeah. So that's a twofold. The church wins cause they, they get him, uh, you know, so generously giving of his time. But then if that helps him grow stronger in his faith because of that process, hundred percent, amen. you know, totally. Yeah. Uh, so, so then the third thing going on in my church right now is that we just installed a, like huge live live stream setup with like cameras like robocams on the walls software oh, like a command center i call it in the back room Jeez. um that we can stream to facebook through these but the the company's all done installing it but it, now it's up to me to work the software learn uh, it learn it yeah. do set it all up get presets uh have classes with a team of volunteers it's a huge undertaking, huge undertaking yeah, yeah. so i've been like at church every day all day yeah, um sure working that. on that in addition to everything else so it's it's been a busy season busy time yeah. but this is a time uh that our churches need all of us like i said whether we're employed by the church or not we got to step up and we got to help out how we can
1: and that's the thing is a lot of people have been saying cuz like i you know and i'll be very candid like i, I my my income was cut because of my, my salary was cut down a little bit because of the COVID stuff because the, and, and a lot of churches are, are having to deal with that. And and I was like really angry at first, but you know, it's one of those things that like, it's not the church's fault. It's not what they're, they're choosing to do the, You know, the, mm-hmm. that's just the issue of what's going on. And like, if I can, uh, people are like, well, you j- work only when you have to, then it's like, I worked my, my, you know, 40 hours in like three days just getting ready for the law. And I even mass. told
0: you, I said, Hey man, be mindful of your time. Like, yeah. uh, don't over, overwork, but like you're, I mean, good, good on you. You're like, th- it's not, this needs to get done. And, uh, and exactly. I mean, I'm the same way at my church. I'm just like, you, at some point it's like, was uh, sometimes you gotta call mercy
1: and take a little time for you. And, and, but right now the need is there. And I'm someone that has the, time to fill the need and the skill to fill the need so i'm gonna fill it right and and luckily we've had several volunteers come through to that want to join the tech team and stuff like that because uh and it's going to be great and it's another way to get people involved in ministry and and to you know Mm -hmm. just just bring you know more people doing things in church doing things in their faith that they didn't expect that they could be useful that i didn't know that my audio technician skills could be useful in the church well guess what it is yeah very it's, it's much very so. much valuable right Al- now.
0: it always was but yeah. even more so right now yeah. so like um, you know we we've touched on this through the whole year of not waiting to be like called upon personally that does help but like if you're listening right now you're not a paid you know paid position at your church you're not currently volunteering for anything like think about what skills you have and I guarantee there's some way that those skills can translate to uh, what your church needs right now Amen. or you can learn a new skill—that's that's a beautiful thing too. A lot of uh, a lot of people have came forward and said, "When I've, I've been asking, you know, uh, volunteers for tech, we're going to need some volunteers, and people come forward and they say i 'I don't really know anything about that video system.' I go you know what? I didn't either, but we're going to learn together, Absolutely. and, and you are going to learn
1: an awesome new skill.' Well, I learned how to solder wires. Wow, that's one thing I don't know how to yeah. do. Yeah, we were sitting at the table having to to fix. Audio cables, amp cables, and I'm just learning how to solder. Yeah, and it's I I would have never learned right. this, but I had to for the church because yeah. uh, that was what we needed to be done. And one of the guys that's helping us knows how to do it, and he taught me how.
0: That's a great life skill. That should we should have brought up soldering on the on the, the Father's Day episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, uh, we talked about head gaskets and cars, yeah, yeah. and then soldering.
1: Yes, yeah, uh, soldering. But
0: it's also especially right now during COVID. If you're okay with uh, you know being with a few other people, you yeah. know, If you're not like in pure isolation, it's a great way to uh, foster that community yeah, relationship with, with your fellow uh, people from your church in, totally. in, in a way that moves the, the, the church forward. Yeah. So, uh,
1: all right, we've, we've anyway, told Anyway, So this was, uh, that was, <laughs> that's like a whole other episode. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, right? <laughs> but okay, let's get into what the episode's all about. It's been one year of two Catholic dudes. We've been busy, but we're here today to talk about our story. And I think it has to go all the way back to how you and I,
0: on June seventeenth, nineteen eighty something.
1: Uh, no, Ryan, that. Non, not oh, you, that oh, we're not going that far oh, back. Not, probably not that far. I wasn't born. Okay, so let's, <laughs> you don't remember how we met, probably. No, but I do. Okay, we didn't really meet. Uh, so okay, guys, you saw me. So Ryan was you. Ryan was in I'm a band. considerably older than Danny. FYI, if you guys don't considerably, know. it's what is like less than ten years. Okay, I'm a bit older than you. So a little bit. But you're when you're bit. when you're in your teens, when you're in middle <laughs> school, a it's a, it's a, it's a nightmare. What's what, <laughs> you know. But anyway. So I guess we didn't when we met, I was in like the 7th or 8th grade. You were in a band and you were doing like a middle school tour. We were doing like uh yeah, middle schools, high schools around the around like uh,
0: a few cities around, we would play. Right. So we played the middle school yeah. at our hometown. Yes,
1: and like it was like lunchtime, and you guys did like a concert or something. And I remember like recognizing you from the church. I was like, "Hey, I know this guy," and I think at the time you were actually giving guitar lessons to one of my friends, so he knew who you were. So we like walked up to you, and you guys like signed a CD for us. And I was F-Y-I, like, "This was." Not my Christian Catholic band no, duo. No. We were just like a rock band. Rock and roll band, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I got like a CD signed and I was like, well, like a, this is like a nice, like a cool thing. Like, how nice? I know a famous person. Totally. I th- that, th- and I that, thought I was a rock star. Yeah. I thought I was famous. So you, I was just, like, yeah, yeah man, whatever, how much, whatever, how much money you got yeah. for the signature? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so some time goes by and uh, you don't, you're not in the band anymore. Uh, our, our paths go on. They definitely skewed. Well, they were never together. I went to high school. (laughs) (laughs) I continued on your adult, (laughs) my adult life. Yes. Uh, anyway. And then, um, later down the line, when you, uh, kind of got the job as choir director, uh, and you would come on the Holy Cross retreat when I was a leader, uh, you know, end of high school, early into college, before I was the youth minister or anything like that, you would come up and do music and things like that. And we kind of started to Wait, before that, you remember uh when I I was still new directing the choir, but I met you at
0: something for youth ministry and I said, "Danny, I feel like you'd be great a great fit for the choir." And you're like, "Oh, you're like, yes, I don't think so." I do remember this. So this the goes one- back to actually uh you know, calling out individual people and and, and asking them to volunteer for a particular ministry. So, I asked Danny you should volunteer. and, and You and said join you, the choir. Should you should come to the join. choir.
1: We need more guys. And, and one of my good friends at the time was like your guitarist. Right, right, right. And so I think the guy you were getting lessons to. Right. And I was like, okay, like I'll go. And then like day of, he didn't go to choir. And I showed up, and it was me and like two girls, like like middle school little girls. Right. And I'm like, what? It, and it was just you.
0: And surprisingly, like you think, listening to the tone of Danny's speaking voice, that he would be like. His singing voice would just be a dream. Um, it's more like a nightmare. <laughs> it was, it wasn't great. Uh, so he didn't sing the whole time, and he was just sitting awkwardly in the corner. It was horrible. Uh, and uh, that was that was your last day in choir.
1: It was. Yeah, never before. went back.
0: No, but we got to know each other a little bit better that day. All yeah. right, continue on. Let anyway, so then we
1: would help each other. Uh, you came and helped with the youth, uh, the confirmation retreats, random youth ministry nights, stuff like that, and we would kind of chat when you were there and get along and. And all that good stuff. And then I remember that the time where we really became like friends was you were in the band, the Jamin Ryan band, and you guys did like a huge concert at the hall. And I was working as the maintenance guy at the time. So I was like helping you guys set everything up. And then I ended up just helping you guys with the equipment and everything else. And uh we just was spent like several days all together.
0: And in line with uh me going over the top in terms of production,
1: ridiculous concert,
0: way too much equipment in this concert. We we knew there was somebody. like eight fog machines. <laughs> That's all you need to know. There was eight fog machines and, in a church hall.
1: Speakers taller than uh, most N- NBA players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it ridiculous. Was, yeah, a little, little over the top. Yeah, but it was a, it was a fun little concert, fun night. We ended up setting up. We were there till like two or three in the morning, and then. Uh, just cleaning up and everything because there was so much equipment. and uh, But it ended up being a great a great night, and we kind of started to foster a relationship and a friendship there. And then it moved on to... Because you were no longer in seventh grade. I was no longer in seventh grade. I was an adult. Okay. So we, we could hang out. And um, then after that, we ended up doing summer retreats. A couple episodes ago, we talked about summer retreats. And we ended up... That was when your faith kind of came to life. Oh, for sure. Cause I was I was even though
0: I was in those we you heard this on my story. I was I was in those Catholic or the Catholic band, we were doing those shows. Right. I was just kinda going through the motions because sure. I still wanted to be a rock star. Right. I was like, yeah, this is I guess I'll do this. But yeah, summer camps is what really did it for me, and that's when we kind of really yeah, and, fostered. And, and, and I was like
1: pretty into my faith already. Like I was already living it and I, want, I knew I wanted to be a youth minister at some point and I was like trying to get into these camps so badly that you were already on. And then when I, uh, well, at least the high school one. And so I got in, then we really started to connect at that point. We started to really become good friends. And uh, it just kind of grew and grew and grew. And then we were doing all kinds of good stuff.
0: You know, my favorite memory of one of the early summer camps that we did, uh, and I think this is when we, we really grew the most in our friendship in those early years, is it was during music at one time it was just me and jeremy we were the jeremy and ryan group or whatever yeah. but uh it was like a break and the the song of the year that year was fancy by iggy azalea yes and you just like i was playing the little riff jeremy was playing the drumbeat and you just like freestyled the beginning of it at like a catholic parody version of right, it right yeah right and everyone like everyone went wild and they're like you guys gotta write that and we we're like
1: uh, well,
0: but we actually got kind of excited about it uh, Jeremy didn't want to do it And we said that's fine We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll go write it on ourselves we, we were up real late We stayed up till like 2 or 3 in the morning And we're we wrote the it. entire song yeah. Catholic, Catholic parody style And then we went and performed it the next day Or the next two days And uh, kids went "Wow!" We I ended up recording it Like the studio version of it You came on Did the rap And uh, we bonded a lot from that moment And that yeah. like started a spur of We did a whole bunch of Catholic parodies Through Jeremy and Ryan But that yeah. was the first one that started it
1: all Yeah So if you're interested in hearing that song, we may, maybe, maybe we'll throw it up somewhere Yeah, yeah, because Ryan and I wrote that song together. We sat and wrote the lyrics and and everything. It was like eight years ago. It was a long time ago, but, and then I performed it at like every retreat we ever did together from there for the last like five years, we ended up doing that song. You'd
0: be like a surprise guest. It would run on. We'd throw you the mic and you'd do the (laughs) the verse. Uh, So yeah, if, if you guys, if enough comments uh, are, if we get enough Patreon right now, yeah. if, if, if you guys comment enough, maybe we'll put that song up. Uh, we'll or, we'll yeah. put we'll we'll a SoundCloud we'll, we'll, link yeah, we'll or something we'll like that. We'll throw a clip of it on yeah, yeah, yeah. our Instagram there you or something.
1: Go. I, I think I have a video of it somewhere.
0: Nice. All right. So, um, so that, yeah. was, that was a cool memory. That Again, all these little things, you know, God's, God's we're on our own path, but he's yeah. like slowly bringing us together on on our path together, right?
1: And something cool about that where it was like a cool thing. It was also kind of the first step in me and you collaborating. Right. You know, as, as just... Me and you being friends and collaborating because I was always kind of on the sidelines to you collaborating with others, but that was like, now that I think back on it, that was the first time you and I collaborated together on something. Um, so yeah, that is that I I also look very fondly on that. And mm-hmm. so after that, we ended up let's talk about this. That we we then we a lot of stuff happened. Obviously, we're all, we've been friends for a long time. I ended up helping the Jeremy and Ryan band as like a just a roadie (laughs) whatever whatever miscellaneous help whatever things i would do a gopher yeah i did a lot of different things for you guys and um and i appreciate you for that hey no problem um was a lot of just carrying boxes of t-shirts and stuff (laughs) but one thing that we did uh that was i think that took us from we're friends to like this guy's probably one of my best friends in the world is this one trip that we went on Uh, so
0: so jeremy ryan after we played uh, LA Youth Day in 2015, we got invited to go to NCYC, which is essentially like National Youth Day. It's in Indianapolis. If you've yeah. been, you've been. You know it. It's really cool. It was like 50,000 people at uh, Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. So cool. In the convention center. And there's just Catholics everywhere. It's phenomenal. Matt Marr, like, plays almost every year. We saw him. It was yeah, for great. Ki- for King and Country played. That's right. It was really great event, but uh, we got a. We decided to get a booth, like it's because it's exhibit kind of hall as well. Yeah. You can have your booth and have your merch, but it was going to be too expensive to fly all our merch over. Yeah. Um, so we're like, let's just rent a van, let's drive it all down. So we had three or f- we had four friends, uh, and yes. then and us in a van with all our gear, and like we were piled
1: in this thing. Um, Talk about pushing a van to the limit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there was some uh, there was there was some things about it that were good, but let's just say ryan and i are, are you know trying to make the best of any situation and there were some folks that you know when you're on the road for we didn't stop you know very much so when you're on the road for days it took us like three days to three get days there,
0: right? to get there cool story and i usually use this in in one of my like uh cool facts about this person you know when you go somewhere and they're like tell me three three facts or two truths and a lie yeah. one of them is that uh i say i once drove across the country without stopping except for food or gas which we did when we came back we were, were like we're not let's cancel the hotels let's just drive switch drivers and we drove 34 hours from indianapolis back home to california that was wild uh people were a bit testy uh tension was high and me and danny had just the best time in the The, back of the back of the van
1: best time there was like a spot where it was like the two seats crammed together like everyone else had like the spacious like captain chairs at the front of the seat we had people that got car sick so they always had to be in the front so ryan and i ended up being we were the two like skinny dudes we had got sandwiched together in this back seat yeah but it ended up being like one of the best experiences playing different license play games do you know how many I, I there's so many times i think back on that where people were kept like getting annoyed that we were having so much fun. i know and, and so
0: there's there's your life lesson you're like why am i listening to this lesson or why am i listening to this episode just hearing about you guys because this is a catholic uh this is a catholic podcast but there's always little nuggets that you can take from it. And, and i look at that is um, that's just a life lesson right there is yeah. that you have a option to what mentality do i want to choose every single day do I want to look at the one bad thing that happened in the morning and let that ruin my day? Do I want to let that carry the the weight of that awkward thing or what the bad thing, whatever that happened, uh, affect however I, I carry myself through the rest of the day? Right. Or do I want to choose to let that go and focus on all the good, all yeah. the amazing things that are that are right here in front of me? And so, yeah. Were we tired? Were we, like, you know, uncomfortable? Sure. But there was so many great things happening. Um, The opportunity to play at NCYC because we're going there or or coming off of playing at NCYC is great. Why don't we, like, hold that in our our thoughts and continue to have a great time together with the, you know?
1: And it was, like, the coolest thing, too, because, like, there was moments I remember there was a specific – Thing where we got to Flagstaff, Arizona, and it was snowing. Yeah. Like we had to stop earlier than we anticipated because the snow was so crazy. And everybody was so mad and they like went to the hotel. And Ryan and I immediately built a snowman. I was in shorts and a t shirt because, like, we didn't know. (laughs) Yeah. We were we're just, but we just, Ryan and I, it's like one in the morning, we were running around in the snow outside of this hotel, and everyone was like, we're gonna check in and do, do, do. I was like, nope, we're gonna have, we're building a snowman. Life's too short
0: to, you know, not have fun. Like, enjoy, enjoy it. Stop focusing on the negative. We're gonna have a whole episode on not focusing on the negative. We talked Glass about that half before. Glass half full episode. Yeah. Uh, that's the way I live my life. It uh, is. And it's, it's
1: something that I, that I try to emulate from you because I'm not as good at it as you are. So
0: but we can always learn from each other and there's plenty of things that I learned from you. Oh, look oh, at us go. Wow. Okay, we're, we're All doing right. great today. so ro-
1: road trip was a defining moment in our friendship. <laughs> so fun, uh, just a really amazing experience and it really brought us together. Uh, but just like there's, any, there's a lot of good things that, that defined our friendship. I, I think that in anything that defines a relationship in your life, sometimes they're forged in fire and forged in, in bad and we aren't gonna get into detail or anything but like there was some moments of like real hardship that that happened and ryan and i kind of had to lean on each other in those moments and that also i think really helped build our friendship um when you when the band broke up and you were like betting on yourself and saying i gotta i want to do this on my own um a lot of people were upset that you did that a lot of people were mad that you wanted to to do your own thing and to do what was best for you that you felt what was best for you and i understood and i was like wanted to support you for what you wanted to do and I got a lot of <laughs> flack for that um, and you know it turns out it was exactly what God had intended for us now that I look back on it all just now in this moment but uh, I think that that was another moment of real growth for us and real defining pillar of our friendship was that time
0: well I, c- I commend you and I thank you very much for sticking with me and there there's another kind of life lesson and this is this could be uh parallel to our faith as well, is like, you kept saying like, how could everyone be thinking that Ryan's the bad guy in this, in, in this moment? Why this is he's obviously like doing it's for the best and so i am i am going that direction because i feel this is the way i need to go i need to support ryan but like and i feel like i'm taking crazy pills here because the whole world it seems like the whole world is looking this way when i feel like i'm being called to look this way but look at in our lives right now and our faith is like the whole the world what's going on what is happening
1: you know (laughs) and i look back at like a lot of the people that were like so anti like what are you doing how are you supporting and and, and siding with ryan or why are you or why are you supporting ryan and what he's doing none of those people are even in my life anymore right and here we are sitting here a year into a a uh, 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 awesome catholic podcast that we've been doing a ministry that we dreamed of And, like, it was almost like God knew. God was watering the seeds we didn't, you know, or we we were watering seeds we didn't know God planted. Exactly. But you stood
0: firm in your beliefs that this was the path that you needed to take and and support me, and, and we grew in that. But, like... Uh, again, paralleling, paralleling that to what's going on going on in the world, and there's so much persecution yeah. in Christians. We talked about this in Gia's episode, and Catholics, especially in the United States right now, statues it's, are getting no, statues are getting destroyed, churches are getting burned down. Uh, Catholicism is on attack every single day, and now more than more than ever in our modern society, like when you tell somebody you're Catholic, they're going to come at you. And, oh, yeah. and you feel like, am I taking crazy pills? Why? I felt like this is this is God calling. This is what I. I need to do it. This is my faith. This is my religion, but you need to stand firm in that belief and not, and, and the whole world's going this way. But you say, no, I'm going
1: this way. Sometimes I will quote here. Here's what I'll do. I'll quote Captain America and some there's a, in the captain in, in the civil war movie and in the comic books, Cap, I posted on Facebook several weeks ago. Captain America says that sometimes everyone will tell you in life that you need to move. And in those moments, it's your job to plant yourself like a tree and say, no, you move. I love that, Captain
0: America. Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of moving, we got to move real
1: quick. Take a break. Uh, make sure these three cameras are still working. Fingers crossed. We'll see you in a sec. So, anyways, it's finding those moments in your life where, like, you have to stand firm, as you're saying, stand firm in your faith. The, the scripture tells us, stand firm. Stand mm-hmm. firm. Um, another awesome moment I think of defining our relationship and what brought us together is I think you'll remember this: is we went on a Disneyland trip with a bunch of people.
0: Which, by the way, uh, one of our Priest friends, he has like one of those platinum club thirty three club thirty three memberships yeah. or whatever, and so once a year he can bring like guests. Yeah. So we got like a guided tour between California Adventure yeah, it was, and Disneyland. It was insane. I Front I can never line. go to Disneyland again. Yeah. There was like roped off section for fireworks. You get we got club thirty three yeah. and whatever club is
1: in California Adventure. It's like how do you it go back? A lounge or something? Yeah.
0: How do you go back to the regular yeah. version of Disneyland? Yeah, like how do, how
1: do I go to Disneyland with the peasants? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was it, yeah. So but it was it was it was a really fun day that was like planned a long time ago, and then when kind of the the split when the band happened and there was a lot of awkward tension between all the people that already planned to go um like it was weird and like Ryan was kind of public enemy number 1 and I broke up the band you know yeah come on yoko uh, but like <laughs> i remember very specifically uh, the, uh someone i was dating at the time being very upset with you and then in turn being upset with me because i was like this is wrong And Ryan is being exercised, and, like, people are kind of, like, with not, like, not being, like, vilely mean or anything, but, like, it was pretty clear that people were annoyed with you the whole day. And I was like, this sucks. But again... I didn't let that ruin my he day, and I was like, "Forget this." <laughs> and Ryan and I had the best day at Disneyland that any two people could ever have.
0: Your brother gave me advice, and I live this, anyways. But he put it into words: when somebody's not having a good time, and a lot of times, like when there's a, a big personality in a room, and they're like having a horrible day, their energy will suck the energy out of the life yeah. of everybody else in the room. And your brother, Brendan, who's been on the podcast, he yeah. goes, "You know what? When when that person, when when X or Y person, uh, isn't having any fun." I take
1: the fun they're not having they're not and I have, have it, it myself. myself. Yeah, Brendan is also an eternal optimist. He, he he's been like that since I've known him. Right. It's just right. you you don't want to have any fun, I'll take your I'll, fun and I'm going to have double the fun. Exactly. And, and so that that's the way I live my life as well. And and that's what we did and that day. And you should too. Yeah. <laughs> but and that's what we did that day. Right? Yeah. We we Ryan and I rode all the rides together. <laughs> there were times when everybody wanted to go off and sit in the lounge or whatever and Ryan and I just took off on our own and went on rides and ate churros and it was one of the best days Mm -hmm. Uh, it was it's honestly up there with one of the most fun times i've ever had at disneyland uh and all odds pointed to this being an awkward uncomfortable day and we just and we just didn't let it and look that that parallels what's happening with covid too that
0: that perpetual optimism that you that you keep that yeah a situation might not be great look Nobody wanted to be in COVID-19 quarantines right now. No. Uh, nobody wanted this, this pandemic to happen and all the ramifications that uh, are taking place because of it. Mm-hmm. But we have a choice. This, this episode is all about like, choice of mentality and how yeah. you can perceive the world and your situations around you. And I, I have the choice. It's like, yeah, things aren't ideal, but I am having the best time despite it. Despite yeah. it. I am learning. I am growing. I'm working my butt off. But like, uh, I am making the most of this
1: situation. You have to, you have to. And, and, and I think that that attitude can inspire others. Um, and that this is going to go off topic a little bit, but just, just kind of to your point of talking about using that optimism to help inspire optimism in others because, Mm -hmm. uh, and this is, this is like a third level of inspiration, right? Because so Ryan's been doing some great work. I'm sure you've seen it of all of his audio video production stuff for his parish, for our stuff, for, just general over quarantine. And that inspired me to like step up my game, right? So I bought myself a camera and I'm like, I'm going to do this. I I Ryan and I zoomed one night and he taught me how to edit videos and things like that. So I filmed a bunch of stuff. I wanted to make it like a commercial for my parish for like outdoor mass. Like how can we get people to come? Let's make it look very inviting and cool and like 1 minute of just whatever. And I'm not saying it's because of the video that I made that I put out on Facebook, but in one week of posting that video and announcing outdoor mass and showing the video whatever we went from 60 people to 160 people in Dude. in one week like from one weekend to the next mass blew up and all the only thing that was different aside from the announcements was I put out that video and I had so many positive comments on Facebook and in person like that video moved me to tears that was beautiful and it really wasn't like I just kind of threw some clips together that, that I shot on my camera. But and- you put an honest effort in. So, I, I again, I commend you, and I told
0: you this when you did it. Is it is it, like, top of the level production-wise? No, but yeah. it is for where you are right now, and you right. put your whole heart into it, and you made it what you could make it right now. Yeah. And that was what transpired and, and what people felt in that video. didn't matter that you knew all the little minutiae of video production, but you had your heart in it, and it inspired people to come back to church.
1: Yeah, and and like I said, and it took some, like, your, I took your inspiration and then put that into my project and I hope other people saw that and then were inspired to to go and, and I, okay maybe I can give mass a try or okay maybe what can I do to help her or, or whatever but we talk about that that using your optimism to inspire optimism mm-hmm. what can I bring this situation sucks what can I bring to make it better right uh, and I think that that's it's it's
0: rad and it's and it's I and th- this is what I do too in terms of helping inspire people. Is you could, you could wag your finger all you want. You could point your finger. You could tell them do this, do this. But like, why not show them as an example instead? Yeah. Show them, show them with your with your positivity, your creativity, um, your productivity. Love and, it. And get them, get them on, on board, involved. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so
1: back to our story. We're kind of off. The so Disneyland.
0: We <laughs> finished Disneyland, tradition. and now. Uh, this is a few years ago now Three years no, Five years ago five I don't know ago. But we kind of like Went on our own ministries I was working uh, I started writing the Psalms At mm-hmm. that point that was that was kind of on my Psalm journey, uh, the the infancy of it, right. and you were I'm really just, just crushing youth, youth ministry. ministry. Uh, but then at that point, I th- I bought my camera a few years back, and I decided to start filming videos for myself, filming the Psalms, filming. I was gonna do some vlogs, some uh, educational videos, which I sh- should still get back on, but it, things are evolving naturally. So
1: we, we both decided like we want to do more, right? Because we, we found ourselves when we were doing the thing with you with the band, we were we felt like we were doing bigger things than just ourselves right because music at your parish great youth ministry at my parish great but that's like one little piece of the puzzle right so we were like what can we do that's bigger how can we do more and so both of us kind of came to the decision of ryan uh kind of again inspired me to do it but he was like i'm gonna do a youtube channel on music ministry so i thought okay i'm gonna do one on youth ministry or like my and like originally the idea for tuesday thoughts and all that stuff was i'll do my own channel just doing scripture reflections or mm-hmm. just little giving little text uh, testimonies and stuff like that on my youtube channel so we made two youtube channels um we and we just filmed for each other and helped each other and everything else and like it was fine um and then it, we were at a uh uh of course, funny funny story about that is Ryan bought so much cool stuff for his <laughs> channel and I had nothing. So I buy I buy all the stuff. I worries. had just my old camera and a tripod and I was like, Well Okay, but luckily, Ryan. My first couple of videos, Ryan filmed and shot for me on his stuff, so. which
0: still uh, you look, you go back now and look at them, and they weren't great because I, yeah, no. I was still. You can buy all the gear you want, but you need to learn the skills to to be able to use totally. them and harness totally. the power that they have. Right. Right. Um, little side note on. Yeah, you, know, you started your YouTube channel. I actually had my YouTube channel already established from 10 years prior. I was right. doing secular covers and stuff, and I didn't have like a million followers or anything like that subscribers, but I had about three thousand, thirty-five, 35, no, 3,000. And I was really worried. I said, "Should I should I start my own like a separate Catholic channel?" And then when we started, we'll fast forward, but when we started Two Catholic Dudes, should we start a separate Two Catholic Dudes channel?" We said, "No, no, let's put them on your already established channel." But that's a scary moment. And it is for a lot of people. Is you have we talked about this already on two episodes, a lot of episodes. When you, you have, have one your, audience, you have your social media persona, yeah. and uh, you might be all in to the Catholic lifestyle. You know, whether you're youth, uh, youth ministry, whether right. you're in adult ministries, whatever. Whatever. You're just like, oh, this is me. I'm 100 percent Catholic, but I only show the secular side of me on social media. Right. And so the secular side of me was on my YouTube channel, all just like rock songs or whatever. Sure. And I said. Are people gonna? I'm, I'm probably gonna lose a lot of subscribers because I'm switching platforms to this is me a Catholic artist now. But I said, you know what? That's fine. People are gonna leave. They what they want to leave, but people are gonna embrace me uh, for who I who I really am at this point. Right. And yeah, we, there was some some changeover, but I have way more subscribers now um, after a year of being on this fully Catholic platform. So totally. don't be afraid to show who showcase who you are, uh, you know, as a Catholic yeah. on, on social media yeah. on whatever whatever Instagram, YouTube. Uh, no, it, it
1: was a stage of growth for you into who you who you felt you were called to be. Right, and 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 some people are gonna move on with their life, and some people are gonna stick by you, and then new people are gonna come. It's it's just the ebb and flow of life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, but so Ryan did his channel. I started a channel. It has no subscribers. I no, I had I have like seventy five. Nice, bro. <laughs> um, uh, but like we. We were doing our th- things and like supporting each other. And then Ryan was talking about, I'm going to start a podcast and like I'll have you on it as a guest for like the Youth Ministry episode. And I was like, that's great. Maybe I'll do a Youth Ministry podcast. <laughs> and back and forth. And then we were at a summer camp one night uh, at the Saw Camp. Things happen at summer camps, and man. Ideas flow. Everything. And we're sitting one night. I remember we were leaning up against these big garage doors. And Ryan used to vlog. Summer camps, just on his Instagram. I need and, to do and, that more. And we'll talk, we talk about well, that. I know. Well, we're we're gonna get into that for our year two. But anyway, we're sitting there and making a vlog, and we're sitting there, and Ryan goes, "You know, I want to do this podcast when we get back. Like, I want I want to start my podcast." And I said, yeah. "I want to do a podcast too." And we kind of just had that moment where I think God was probably like, "Hey, like, why don't you just do it together?" Yeah. <laughs> and then we came up with the idea of let's do a podcast together, and we announced it. The last day of camp we posted a picture that we had taken and we announced we're doing this on august whatever it is you know uh yeah first or second whatever it was like we are starting this podcast this day tune in this thursday it's happening right and because we wanted to be accountable
0: there's that accountability make make yourselves accountable yeah uh,
1: show tell the world what you're going to do and then exactly ryan you know ryan was was instrumental ponied up got all the gear we needed that we didn't already have And we sat down and filmed our first Two Catholic Dudes podcast. We made the Instagram. We did everything that started all in that decision that we made sitting on the floor of that building. And then here we are. Yeah. And
0: what a year it's been. So obviously we talked about our episodes of uh, the past couple of years or no, the the, the past all our favorite and least favorite episodes. do you listen to those or you didn't uh so we're not going to talk specifically (laughs) on but but the journey that we've had you know just in terms of our relationship and our um our evolution over the year obviously we you know i moved down here to orange county the distance but you make it work you figure it out um so it's been it's been quite a process but i think it's helped us both grow and now totally you know, now looking back a year where we've come from, where we are now deciding. So this is, this is another decided, deciding moment for us because the reason we started the podcast was that we were at status quo in our, in our lives, in our jobs, in our ministry. And yeah, we were doing a lot, but we could offer more. We could do more. It's like, yeah, I could go watch, you know, six more shows on Netflix, but what can I do that's more useful with that time? And we decided that we wanted to have this podcast. Um, now you know podcasts more or less on autopilot not really now that we're having a three camera shoot but once once that you get that under control we say what else can i do what else how can do we I level do? up again? how do we level up how do we continue to give more and so yeah continuing to step up the production is one aspect um but so now our, our idea for year two is to create vlogs
1: so yeah so our, our idea is a we want to continue our podcast obviously we're going to keep it rolling as long as we can, um, but priests right. in year two. Yeah. I'm saying it now. We Father Cook's priests. coming
0: on. He, I, I've been on the phone with Father Cook, and I've been telling. He always reacts to our stories. Yeah, I know. We so we've been chatting, and he's trying to get camera gear and stuff. So I'm trying to get him set up with his own production studio or whatever where okay. he's at. Then if we get him on the show, we could have more or less yeah. similar production values.
1: Yeah. Other dream, I want the Catholic talk show versus uh, not versus uh, a two Catholic dudes crossover episode. Yeah, I want to do that. That'd be awesome. And then as always, we said it very, our dream guest, Bishop Barron. Yeah. Bishop Barron, if you're listening, guest.
0: Father Steve said he listens to the show. Father, I mean, really? I saw him at Congress and he said like, love your show guys. Oh, so Father right. Steve, if you're listening, yeah, thank you for listening. First yeah, of all, yeah, but uh, yeah. we would love, love, love to have
1: Bishop Barron on the show or even if you want to come on the yeah, show or yeah. anybody like yeah, whoever uh, we, we have a very, <laughs> there's zero uh, <laughs> level of like requirement. If you're interested, you're on. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, that's what the show's
0: about. We're just two Catholic
1: dudes. Yeah, you, We can have three,
0: Catholic gal, Catholic dude, whatever. Um, or four. want we to have a four guest episode soon. That's, That'd yeah, be cool. That's, a
1: cool, that's, that's our a next
0: level up. Complicated setup, but we'll figure it out. Um, but vlogging, it's going to be interesting. That's going to be harder. So, so
1: that's what we, we've been talking about. Ryan and I talked about it a long time ago, because we've been doing it on our Instagram and stuff, but we're thinking about actually putting together a produced edited you know filmed vlog where it's ryan films what he's doing in his life i film what i'm doing in my life obviously when we're together we'll film what we're doing together and kind of mesh it together and just film you know what it's like because you guys hear us on the podcast talking about our life but living as a catholic is is beyond just what you do you know sitting in at the table talking to the microphone so we thought what if we created it, there's so much awesome internet content and there's so many vloggers and there's so many uh podcasts and so many everything out there but as far as like catholic lifestyle goes there isn't a ton right so we thought well what if you know just two catholic dudes made a two catholic vlog just showing about our lives and and, and that's and, the point is that you can live a catholic
0: lifestyle you don't have to always be in mass like that'd yeah. be a, that'd be a b- boring vlog it's just like the camera showing you like at a mass all the time But like How I live my life As a Catholic In all things that I do right? At Target at Target.
1: At And now wherever.
0: I want to I shout out our good friend Joe Melendros who's on the show in no, episode s- number six.
1: I, I don't believe, so, I, I don't remember.
0: Eight or something like that. Joe Melendros, awesome guy. We've been chatting on the phone too because he's been trying to level up his production. Right. So he was asking me all about my gear, uh, but he just posted his first vlog. He's starting to get into the vlog, the vlog game. And it was literally just a vlog of him putting Saw down in his backyard. But the journey <laughs> that it took, it was like a six minute vlog. Uh, but he, he's he been watching a lot of like Casey Neistat, if you're on YouTube, He's like the, the number one vlogger, yeah. um, Peter McKinnon, yeah. the, uh, all those guys, and so they're like level hundred in well, terms. of Well, they have production. like people
1: that film them, plus they film themselves. All lo- all Casey
0: does a lot of his on his own, but really? uh, yeah, wow. But so he did a lot of that that pro, uh, the production quality and he's still learning but like again he just start. he just did it he just went for it right um and he can continue to learn and grow but when you do a vlog and you want to make it like cool like that you have to like everything that you do takes way longer and you have to come you have to fully commit to it so he went there were shots of him going to home depot or lowe's or both to get like the saw to get the like a, a pickaxe or something like that and so when he's walking into Home Depot, he literally has to set his camera down on the, on the ground on like a little stand, set up the shot, make it look nice, hit record, and then film him walking for like 50 yards and then run back and grab the camera, turn, stop recording. And then he went into Home Depot and he like went down an aisle, set the shot up, looking at the pickaxe, pickaxes, hit record, walked out of frame, walked back into frame, grabbed the pickaxe and was like, got the pickaxe. But like, you have to you have to like put so much more effort into just yeah. your everyday life to make those shots. People people take it for granted. They think someone's following you around with a camera, but like you just have to do it yourself right. and and add all that extra time. So good job, Joe. It looked really great, and that's that's the kind of thing that we're gonna um, look into um, totally. To, so to do it for our own.
1: So it's something that you know that we're we're discussing that we're thinking about. If it's something that you guys are interested in, please you know leave leave a comment, leave a like, uh, let us know. It is, is a two cath- We did a poll on our Instagram, and it was. Uh, Pretty 75-25 of our followers that would watch if we did a, a two Catholic dudes vlog. So if that's something that you think would be cool, it's let a us solid know. Solid C, I'll take that. Yeah, let us know if you're if, if, uh, <laughs> if that's uh, something that you'd be interested in. Uh, we both I just got a brand new like vlog camera, so we uh, it would be some some good stuff. And we do some right now. It'd be just a lot of COVID. <laughs>
0: I'd be oh, ideally I'd show like all of what's going on with my live stream setup and filming first comedians and yeah. stuff. It's just I'm so busy. But like you find the time. You find, find, what, you find the time you, for and, what's most important. And
1: we were talking about the the reason we want to do it too is it motivates you to do things. It motivates you to go do things and grow and do interesting stuff. Because you want to have interesting content. I nobody wants to see me sitting playing Xbox all day long. Right? Nobody wants <laughs> to see There's Twitch for that. Yeah, no nobody wants to see Ryan at his computer for twelve hours with the camera on, editing mindlessly. Like we, it will motivate us and and hopefully inspire us to go out and do more exciting things, to meet new exciting people, to, you know, and and obviously, bring that Catholic lifestyle to those things. So there's the nugget of information
0: for people. Maybe you're not going to go start a vlog. Maybe that's not for you. But you find yourself stuck inside. We all find ourselves stuck inside, but like, how can we get out of our comfort zone? How can, what, how are we called for more and what can you do that might ignite that spark that will get you out of your comfort zone? Right? So for us, it's, it's starting the vlog that might get us out, but like you, I don't know what it is. You're going to have to answer that question for yourself. What is it that's going to pull me out of that,
1: that spot that I'm in? And
0: that's the thing is, is
1: how do we, how do we know that God wants us out of our comfort zone? And I think we look to the scriptures. Look at everybody that God called upon. Moses, David, Peter, uh, Paul, John, like all these guys, Mary, Joseph, all of these people, he ripped out of their comfort zone. They were chilling. They were living their best life, they thought. And and like St. Peter is the one that I think about the most. He was just a fisherman. He knew what he was doing. He knew what his career was. He was like, "I'm a fisherman, and that's what I'm gonna be. That's what my if I have a family, that's what they will be. That's what I do." And Jesus came and went, "Nope, you're changing the whole the whole landscape of what you think that you're gonna do. I'm changing it right now. I need you to come with me." Boom, comfort zone, goodbye. Most Moses, difficult decision. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like look at Moses. He thought, "I'm an oh, I'm an Egyptian prince. Got it made made." just kidding. Boom. God rips him out of his comfort zone. You know, David thought he was just the, the, the runt of the litter. Boom. I need you to slay the giant. Like it's God rips people out of their comfort zones to do his work, to do amazing things. And that's not just cool stories for us to read. That's examples of what God wants to do in your life. God wants to rip you out of your comfort zone to do amazing things for him. And look,
0: that journey's not going to be easy. Uh, it was—it's a, a difficult decision to make in uh, even in the in the first uh, for the first part. But then, like, do you think it was easy for Moses to part the sea? He probably didn't just go like ya, he that probably took effort, but then just, then, uh, then, spending 40 years in the desert. Uh, yeah. Do you think we, we always just like uh, triv- tri- trivialize that battle between David and Goliath? But I'm sure it wasn't just... What it, probably super nerve-wracking, probably... It was, it was an intense battle. So we are going to be going through an intense battle with whatever decision we are, we are faced with and whatever journey that God is putting us on. But it's important to answer that call.
1: And it may require sacrifice of things that we, or, or change in our life. Be- that's you right. You know, and, and I look at, let's go back to our story of the two Catholic dudes. I, you know, when I, when I was first starting to do this online content, my YouTube channel, um, the people in my life were, certain people in my life were not supportive of that. They were like, why? Why bother? What's the point? And, you know, w- that ended up being a changing moment in the relationships that i had with people where i stopped kind of interacting and relationships ended and friendships changed and for me to then pursue this for me to be doing what i love and and i found amazing people in my life now that fully support me and are pushing me to do this but it required at the time big sacrifice and change to get out of that comfort zone that i was living in to get where God was calling me to be Mm -hmm. or at least where I feel that God is calling me to be. And I'm sure that he's going to rip me out of a comfort zone again at some point and, and make me do new things. But sacrifice change, it goes back to what we were talking about just earlier. When those things happen, when sacrifice, when change, when you have to be ripped from your comfort zone, look for that optimism. What good is coming of those things we talked about earlier? What benefit, what uh, positive, is in these things that you can use in your life.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow! Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, and you never know, unless you're going to, if you have that right mindset uh, of that positivity, the opportunities will present themselves. I'm I'm going yeah. back to the to Joe setting up that camera in Home Depot for his vlog, right? How awkward that must be. People are going to walk down, they're looking at him like, what is this guy doing? Maybe even an employee was like, hey man, I don't think you can film here. And so, but maybe somebody walking by, saw him and they, hey, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I'm filming a Catholic vlog. That's an opportunity to evangelize, to share his faith with somebody. And that, uh, again, that vlog was about uh, putting saw down in his lawn, but you never know how your extra effort, how God pulling you from your comfort zone, that took him a lot more time than just going to Home Depot and buying the thing and taking of off, right? He put that extra effort in. It was a challenge. It was it was difficult. People looked at him like, what the heck? But he might, you know, who knows if, but if he had that right mindset of positivity, you never know what amazing things are going to come
1: uh, from that opportunity that God's giving you. Absolutely true. Uh, so yeah, huge shout out. Go check out Joe's new vlog, uh, if you're if you're listening and you haven't yet, go check out Joe. Support him. And uh, but yeah, it, it's about optimism, guys. I think that's the whole point of this episode. This was kind of about our story, but I think our story is that we found where God was calling us to go, and and God brought us together through looking for the positives in negatives, and 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 living in them, choosing positive, choosing optimism, choosing God, choosing joy, choosing to live out your faith in a very positive way. And that's what we hope that we are for a lot of people is that we are examples of how you can live your faith positively, uh, boldly. And, and you don't have to be afraid. It just, you know, be, you can just be a Catholic dude and, and, or gal. or gal and, and live your faith. And, and, and it can, be an impact on a lot of people's lives and we hope that this year of these shows have impacted people's lives and have helped people's faith journeys and have brought people optimism uh speaking so speaking
0: of the of the people that ho- we've hopefully impacted their lives we want to shout out very special people oh, yeah. that have impacted our lives by their generosity uh giving to us uh, on Patreon, yep. which, it's, if you guys are interested, patreon.com forward slash two Catholic dudes. Uh, we, ca- we kept saying it, uh, but we want to specifically shout out all of our patrons that have been uh, so generously supporting us from. Uh, so the year.
1: I was just doing first names. Uh, we got uh, Adam, Aaron, Julie, uh, Melina, Sean, Ellis, and of course the Fredrickson family. Uh, all of you guys that, that support us on Patreon, uh, we can't express enough what your generosity means to us and just that you uh believe in us and believe in our ministry enough to support us in that way uh we thank you a a ton and uh so just yeah just thank you from the bottom of our hearts we uh we're gonna reach out and get you some mugs uh this week yeah if i'm gonna be sending you a private message those of you that i have on social media to get uh you know, to to get away. And if you're interested in signing up on Patreon, uh, please, you know, if you have a question or anything you like, reach out to us personally and we'll be happy to, and uh, we're going to work on getting our, our merch right now. It's just a mug, but everything set up through
0: Patreon. So if you guys subscribe, you should, uh, if you're at a certain level that you should get that mug automatically. I know there's a way to do that. We're going to, we're going to work on it. Yeah. So, um, Yeah. So continue. We we thank you guys from the bottom of our hearts and we encourage you uh, if you have the extra money that you want to help support our ministry to help us continue to grow in year two. We can't thank you enough. But also we love uh, connecting with you guys all on our social media platforms. Generally, it's on Instagram, but we've upping on Facebook lately. So, yeah, we've been uh, we've been way better on Facebook lately. Right. Right. We have a multi post situation happening. So reach out to us wherever you are most uh most active and we want to chat with you tell us your story uh we we even if you share you know a four-page comment we love we love reading through those we'll read it we will comment back we will chat with you guys tell us how this year has hopefully affected you positively and uh where what but what's been going on in your lives we want to hear from you guys how your what's going on in your particular faith journey because we are a community together we are one catholic church we are worldwide we are
1: unified through this, through this pandemic, now and always. Amen. So I think that's a wrap, guys. Year one of Two Catholic Dudes. We got a lot of fun stuff coming next year planned. We got a lot of big things that we're hopefully gonna do, and we'll be uh, praying for you always. And we appreciate you guys. So we'll see you guys next time. Next time. All right. Peace. Peace.